clear. Stand by the stage reset at House Lights. Thanks team for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change Backstage Conversations. Welcome backstage, Naomi. Uh, well done on the questions on perspective on the onstage part. How do you feel right now? Uh, a little overwhelmed. Because <laughs> uh, it is. It's just, you know, that, that serendipity of, of, a, of a conversation that is uh, taking a chance. Because <laughs> you don't know what's going to come next. Um, but what a wonderful treat to have this like one-on-one -on -one time with you. So that's where, you know, it's, it's not a negative overwhelm. It's just like, wow, I've had an hour one-on-one -on -one with one of my favorite people on the face of this earth. So well, that's, it's that's just... so kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, the treat is actually goes both ways, right? So <clears throat> I think, um, taking the time for a conversation is the first kind of prerequisite. And um, I just saw that comment that you made on a session that you did with um, Anthony on the future of work, which I really like was, you know, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, you were mentioning before is like, no, I'm, I'm more like a batch backstage person, but going on stage is the thing that I want to, you know, develop more and more. And so I think now we're, we're back in the comfort zone of backstage where there are no questions. We just leave it to chance, right? And um, <clears throat> I think it's always a treat um, to be able to spend time together, but it's true. Often in events, you spend time with multiple people at the same time. And the dynamic changes when there's more people involved in any conversation, right? Um, so that's an interesting point to ponder. Why do you feel, well, it, 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 explain to me the overwhelm part. I mean, a, a good kind of overwhelm, but what is, um, what makes that feeling overwhelming? Uh, well, there's a little adrenaline rush. You know, because there's there's some rapid fire conversations, questions uh, that you know. Yes, I read the book. You were part of creating it. <laughs> I was part of creating it, but at the same time, when when you're having those conversations and you're not comfortable with being on stage and having these um, these types of conversations and Q and A's that no matter how much you think that you're prepared, you there's it's it's uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. and that's the point. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know because then there's there's a little bit more um, sincerity. Um, there it's it's a little bit more honest. Um, I think people can also so, sense the attitude to the question. 
right, when that happens. I mean, the questions are challenging, right? Because they're like in a context of a chapter and then all of a sudden they're like parachuted onto you. <clears throat> um, and to the people listening, I mean, we don't know who's listening, right, right now. You know, people are listening, could be listening to this because it's a, yeah, it's in public. It might be on any of the channels. It could be tomorrow or it could be 10 years from the day that we recorded this um, because you don't know when people will be listening to this. Does that does that make it different as well, do you think? Ah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did you hear the epiphany? <laughs> it was there. It just wasn't said out loud. <laughs> now that it's out there, it's just like yeah that's where the uncomfortableness comes into play because it's recorded and it's now in 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 the digital world of the internet and it's forever yeah but i think it's also the i think the magic of listening to conversations um can also be very good to process your own thoughts Right, having space to think about something. You know, sometimes people complain of online events or any type of events where there's a lack of engagement. But I found myself more often than not being at events and using them as an opportunity to have time to think. Because if I would start talking, it would be very disruptive. Right? <laughs> so I just have to be silent and process my own thoughts and keep them to myself for quite a while until that section or that part is over. So I think this perpetual desire or perceived need of, you know, everything has to be engaging and everyone has to contribute to everything all the time. I think it's a myth. I agree. You need time to process. And if, if listening to another conversation is a time to think, that's great, right? I mean, how often do you get time to think? It's one of the hardest things, claiming time to think, right? Mm -hmm. I, I force myself regularly, when the weather is okay in Switzerland, I have two trees that are exactly spaced to have a hammock in between. And then I leave all my devices behind. And all I can do is look up, you know, look up into the trees and sit in the hammock. And that's a good place to think. But I think events are also great places to think. Mm -hmm. And if we consider an event, um, at least two stakeholders having some kind of behavior change um, in the intended direction of change, hopefully, uh, then what we're doing right now could be considered an event, right? There's Naomi in North Carolina, I'm in Switzerland, and we could have people that listen to this. Creating a, a uh, community that you may or may not even know exists. That's part of the magic, maybe. Right. So mm -hmm. what people might not know, Naomi, is that <clears throat> the podcast in the EDC Mastermind series for Design to Change is actually a public audition uh, to be part of the EDC Mastermind program. Um, and it might make some people, you know, a little bit uncomfortable being on stage and backstage and being in podcasts and being recorded. 
Um, but it's part of our world right now that we have to get comfortable with. Um, can I ask you, Naomi, with your experience of the last mastermind, um, in which we we dissected conversations and really took the language of event design and put it into put the thinking into an action, because that event ended up becoming a book. <laughs> or the event ripped the book apart and then put it back together. How was that experience for you? What did that, what did that feel like? That was truly transformational. Um, you know, to be part of that process, you know, when, when I first joined Mastermind and not really knowing what to expect, I just knew I wanted more. I wanted more of whatever uh, EDC meant, CED meant. You know, and if it, and and creating this companion, this this symbiotic relation between design to change and um, the event design handbook, it just it it brings everything full circle. So it makes me even more curious to, to figure out, okay, now what comes next after that? <laughs> Come it's on, always, root and roll, what's next? It's always 80% mystery and 20% clarity, right? We, uh, the fun thing is, um, Naomi, is that you, you end up designing with us, right? Because like, like you said, it's, an event doesn't exist without the stakeholders there. So I think the fact that it only exists because stakeholders show up and be, decide to be part of it is what makes them relevant. Um, and one of the things that I think we are experiencing over and over again is that the curiosity of what's next drives everyone to the next event, right? An event is almost like a, a moment to satisfy your curiosity, to get an interim sneak peek at what's at the top of the mountain or beyond the mountain. And I think this, um, this conversation is, is, is all part of that. Um, there is also a recorded part that you don't get to hear, right? If you're part of this conversation, because that's part of the application, <laughs> which is only for us to create the program. But to us, it's always very important to listen to what behaviors and what skills masterminds think they need to grow in the direction of change that they desire to grow in. And when we listen to those various kind of inputs, that's the, that's the Petri dish on which we create the, um, you know, the next, the next installment, so to say. So it, it comes from you, really, you determine what's next by the questions that you ask. Which is what I think is so awesome because, you know, I have my event canvas that stares at me all the time. I, I can't work in my little work environment without walking being by. Confronted. Or being confronted. <laughs> it's just, just like all I have to do is just pivot my chair. And I, yeah. and I go through it all and I was just like, okay, everything that you just described, it is practicing exactly what you and Rude, uh, what you and Rule um, designed. You know, in in uh, everyday real life environments, 
um, yeah, and I think every it's every waking that, moment. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's that practicality of it, right? You can apply it to anything, but also because it's a mental model, it doesn't matter what you put in the mental model. It's just a way of thinking about what's happening. And that's what I found so rewarding in seeing how different people apply it um, over and over again and how it powers the conversations, how it steers the direction of change. Uh, I think that's super encouraging, especially when um, you see it working in your environment and share the stories back to us, right? Because mm -hmm. your best work is probably done when we're not around, you know, and and then it's like, oh, you got to somehow capture that moment and then bring it back to the group, right? And that's that's really um, that's that's really difficult to um, um, you know. Uh, to kind of get a grip on. But I think that's also what we do in the mastermind is create space for people to share those stories and use them to build the skills and behaviors that they think they need next to, um, to be even more successful at, at, at being okay with all this change that's going on and guiding it in some direction. Yeah. Thank you so much, Naomi, for spending time with us, hanging out backstage. How different does this backstage feel from the backstage that you know from your events? It is definitely a lot more comfortable on the digital side of things. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, you know, face to face, live stage fright. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so it's, it's so a good I, practice place then, I think, or? It definitely is a good practice place um, to get comfortable just just speaking. It's 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 me. It's the camera. It it might be you know if 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 even having that eye contact even through a camera hmm. sometimes is a little much. You know you can just go ahead and put another screen in front of you and you're you're just talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I think that. Um, it's funny when in in the past world where let's say let's say we didn't have an internet or the ability to stream content or you know to put cameras in live situations and capture stuff when people were really comfortable speaking in that environment and they brought in a camera they would get nervous all over again <laughs> <laughs> and now we have the camera first because the camera is in your home right and you get used to that element and then you can bring that back hopefully you know to a live stage at some stage and, and and then combine these elements yeah fascinating stuff thank you so much naomi for hanging out with us in design to change backstage uh, make sure to read the footer notes as mentioned with the input to the worksheets and check out the um uh, the links that are there with some of the relevant uh, uh, content, but also feel free to link to Naomi on LinkedIn. Reach out to her if you have any uh, thoughts or perspectives on it. Leave us a comment if you can, um, if this is posted in one of the social channels. And we're always delighted to hear, you know, any feedback with hashtag design to change. Uh, but for now, Naomi, thanks for sharing this. And we'll see you on the podcast next year. But we'll talk much sooner because we have the mastermind coming up. And you're part of that as well. Well, thank you, Rude. It's been an honor. Thank you.
You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag design to change and hashtag event canvas. Want more thought-provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation.